0: Welcome to Simone J. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we're here to talk to you about demonic possession. That was really good. Thanks. Yeah, what's up? Um, I've had a lot of practice. So I got I got you pretty riled up right before recording this. Shu? Just, just a little preview into what we're going to get into. Sh- this is a Shu episode. Yes. I did no research because I was quote unquote too busy, which is kind of true. But also if I really wanted to learn about it, I guess I would have made the time. Yeah. And Whereas I did a little bit of research every day for the past five days. Yeah, she made the time. Yeah. So I'm excited for you to tell me about Denim Jesus. Demonic possession. Yes. Okay, here we go. All right, tell me about it. Okay, demonic possession is the process by which individuals are possessed by malevolent, preternatural beings commonly referred to as demons or devils. So in order to believe in demonic possession, you need to believe that demons and devils are real entities. Yes, that's correct. And so let's... Just look at the cultural origins a little bit. Okay. Um, The oldest reference to possession are from the Sumerians. And it is believed in religions such as Catholicism, which is like the most widely known, I guess. Right? That's what people usually connect. When they talk about doing exorcisms for demonic possessions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Catholicism. But it's also believed in Judaism. Oh, Protestants
1: uh-huh. have
0: their own form of possessions. And okay. Exorcisms. Uh, Islam, oh. I think they believe in demons, but also like more so j- the jinn. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. And Buddhism, oh. also. I know Southern Baptists believe in demonic possession because the last time I ever went to a church service as a teenager, my parents tried to make me get an exorcism. You have Dude. to have no, heard yeah, that story. I, I do yeah. um, That's why when I was showing you the video Of the possession I watched I was like is this triggering you Are she, you okay She was super worried that this I mean, was you, going to be triggering because, You were saying I'd hate this Yeah And who knows maybe it is triggering For that reason I don't know that that is true But I grew up um, Southern Baptist People talking in tongues Holy water that mm-hmm. whole bit And we went, we started out like normal Methodists. Methodists are fine, I guess. I don't fucking know. But then we progressively got more and more extreme and went to more and more lively churches. Mm -hmm. Ending with a very lively, in quotes, Southern Baptist congregation. And um, apparently when I was a teenager and I was telling my parents, uh, you know, that, you're rotten Mm -hmm. and I'm gay. Uh, Their reaction to that was to have a priest come to the house and put holy water on all the doors and windows and then um, try to surprise me with an exorcism. And then when I walked out of church, uh, that was further proof that I was possessed. Yada, yada, yada. I never had that exorcism, so I might still be possessed. I don't think that I am, but... I don't know if the possessed know if they're possessed. So this is where you are here to school me. let's see. Let's go over some of the signs and we'll figure it out. Okay. So first of all, background, you have to have a belief system where demons and devils are a thing. Yeah. So that it can be a possibility if you're showing these signs. Yes. Okay. I think otherwise you'll probably just assume it's something else going on. Like indigestion. Yeah. Instead of being like, there's a devil in my belly. <laughs> you would just fucking take uh, some toms and get over it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's see. Are you showing any of these signs? Okay. Agitation. Constantly. Ill-willed humor. Oh, fuck. Okay. Awful language. Son of a bitch. <sighs> Speaking in tongues or languages you do not know. Autonomous. (laughs) That's true. Reveals alleged unknown secrets. Is there Mm. anything you can tell me about myself that I have never told you and you would have no way of knowing? Well, I have a very bad memory, and <laughs> I am delighted at every story you tell me, um, so probably, I guess I don't know all of your mm-hmm. secrets, so, okay. Okay. Um, Inspires obscure knowledge of philosophy or theology? You spout any theology at me? Mm, I mean, I do talk about the satanic, or the, um, yeah, the Church of Satan pretty often, but That's true. That's That's just what cool cool kids with podcasts do, is cool kids with podcasts talk about (laughs) the Church of Satan. We're like, as Anton LaVey said. (laughs) That's just what happens when you're an idiot with a microphone and a mixing board, (laughs) is you get into Anton LaVey. Anyways. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Drastic changes in vocal intonation and facial structure. No, because I can't afford all the plastic surgery I want. <laughs> uh, sudden injuries such as bite marks, scratches, bruises, lesions, and cuts, or self-mutilation. Well, I do have uh, arms full of self-mutilation scars, and I am a white woman, which means my body is like an apple. It just bruises very easily. Okay. All that's right. just, that's one of the best tweets that's ever happened is, uh-huh. what's up with ladies always having bruises on their eggs or on their legs On their eggs. are y'all apples or what <laughs> it's true i get random bruises all the time yeah we, we women never know where the bruises on no. our legs come from just and bumping around yeah just bumping around life okay um odd odors oh no i don't i well not that i'm aware <laughs> of no actually when you walked in you smelled delicious thank you yeah excellent um lack of pain density Oh like, like not feeling pain? Yeah. Oh no, I don't I don't have okay. that. Superhuman strength? <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> um do you have control over yourself? Yeah, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cuz usually if the person thought they had a demon, there would be a question if they had control over it. Uh, Cuz if they don't they are probably possessed. So like when I used to be uh, a binge eater for, you know, the first 30 years of my life, um, I could say, oh, I'm possessed by a demon that really loves carbohydrates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All the right. Carb demon. Carb demon. We all have that. Man, I nom love nom nom some nom nom bread. Nom. I'm fucking I'm Oprah up in love. here. <laughs> I love bread. I love bread. Demon! (laughs) Bread demon beyond. Yeah. Okay. And this, you know, I just want to say not to make fun of possession. Um, (laughs) We'll treat this with the utmost respect. Because growing up, I really did think that you could become become possessed by the devil or by a demon. Like, I really thought that if you, like, if I allowed myself to have bad thoughts or Mm -hmm. if I was, like, mean or acted out in, like, bad ways that I would possibly become possessed. Or if I, like, played with a Ouija board or, like, got into any Satan shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought all that stuff. Yeah. And it was crazy. So doing this research has kind of, like, helped me come to, like, an understanding. Yeah. I watched some documentaries. I read some articles. Okay. Looked at Wikipedia as one does. I mean the way that I look at it is like what a fantastical world. Yeah, like yeah. you are as likely to become possessed by a demon as you are to be rescued by a knight in shining armor. Like it's not going to happen cuz this is the real world and it is not a storybook. But yeah. um Yeah and that that's interesting because I was like obsessed with like magic and like fantasy growing up Mm -hmm. and i did think that like there was an aspect of catholicism that was very like fantastical Mm -hmm. you know you have like all the saints and it's like a story and the devil it's so like supernatural okay there's like a suit like a large supernatural essence to it so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the the catholic saints are like I would say equivocal to the characters on a deck of tarot cards. Like there's something mystical about these fake people. Definitely. Definitely. So. So anyways, I was reading articles and I came across one on CNN that was ran last year. Oh, very respectable website. I'm told. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's about this guy named Dr. Richard Gallagher. Um, He's an Ivy League-educated, board-certified psychiatrist. And at that point, he was teaching at Columbia University and New York Medical College. Okay. So he calls himself a man of science, although he is Catholic as well. Mm -hmm. And he um, is the go-to psychiatrist for a network of exorcists in the United States. So he works with the priests to give the patients psych evaluations and determine whether or not they're possessed. Okay I think this is a guy that I did listen to a YouTube interview with where he basically said he has encountered patients where none of their symptoms fit within his clinical knowledge of diagnosis where he's like I ruled out every physical and psychological thing that it could be and this has to be a demon because there's nothing mm-hmm. else that it, he's that guy, right? I mean, it sounds like him. Okay. I just can't imagine there's more than one. <laughs> yeah, probably not because he's like, yeah, there were mo- multiple articles about him. Okay, on the Googles. Mm. So the thing is, like, here's why he here's what got him to believe in the first place in possession. He met this woman um, who he called a queen of Satan. And also he called her Julia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she claimed to be a part of a satanic cult. And um, the <laughs> description was she wore dark flowing clothes and black eyeshadow. And I was like, so what? You're like, same girl. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, also like being a Satanist doesn't like it's not like necessarily like the devil with horns and shit, you know Mm -hmm. Sydney's a Satanist well there is a difference between people who worship Satan who are because basically and maybe we'll do an episode about it one day but people who are Satanists who follow the church of Satan are atheists and it is all pageantry to them People who actually worship Satan believe in a God and a Satan figure, which okay. is actually part of the Christian theology. Okay. And so they, I don't, I don't know enough to be able to articulate what that is, but Satanists do not worship the devil. I guess there's, okay, that's the, the semantic divide mm-hmm. is Satanists are actually atheists. Devil worshipers believe in a devil, which is part of the Christian theology and they are different. Okay. Okay. Well, then I guess we should call her a devil, a devil worshiper, because she claimed that she was being attacked by a demon and Gallagher was contacted by her priest and asked to give her an evaluation. And he said that he became convinced because things would fly off the shelves. Mm -hmm. She knew personal details about him. Like, I think his cats got in a fight like the night before he met her and she's like, oh your cats they're so they're feisty no, she sure was <laughs> just looking at him covered in cat scratches <laughs> <laughs> he's all how could oh. she have known it's like uh your sweater's covered in cat hair <laughs> and your face is all scratched up you fucking idiot and then when him and the priest were talking on the phone where he was at his house like hundreds of miles away the priest was Uh, supposedly far away from the patient Mm -hmm. and they heard her demonic voice on the phone Uh. and we're like how could that be she's not anywhere near us yeah but sometimes you think you hear things like how often do you think you hear someone say your name and you turn around and you're like yeah no one was there they were just like that's true there's a lot of ambient noise Uh and my brain picked out some syllables that sounded kind of like my name because I'm a narcissist. When I was little, I would always think my mom was calling me at, like from across the house. Uh. And I'd run to be like, "What? what's up, mom? And she's like, what? And I'm like, you called me. She's like, I didn't call you. I was yeah, like, oh, so shit, worse. bro. And then Fucking you think, ghost. Am I-, I thought there was a ghost oh. in my house. I thought I- there was a ghost calling call me saying, hey, come here. This perfectly explains one of the differences between you and I is that you would say, oh, my God, is there a ghost? (laughs) Yeah. And I would say, oh, my God, am I schizophrenic? Yeah, I guess That exactly, like, that sums up the differences between how our brains work. (laughs) That is, like, the best. I (laughs) love it. I love it, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, yeah. So, after all these things, he became convinced. That was, like, the first patient he saw that was, like, this could be a possession. But he does say that it is very rare. And most of the time, he's talking patients out of thinking they're possessed than confirming that they are. Okay. Um, and he says that he is on the side of science, but people have to follow the facts wherever they lead. So, he's saying, like, there may be a scientific aspect to possession. Okay. I don't know what And, like, is. don't let your preconceived understanding of reality block you off to fully assessing the situation. Yeah. Don't be close-minded, man. Yeah, don't be close-minded. Deal with what's in front of you, not what you think should be in front of you. Yeah. Okay. And in the article, like, there, they did say that there's a lot of other health professionals that are open to the idea of possession just due to the fact that we don't know... A lot about the brain, Mm -hmm. and maybe it is something in your brain, but is like a possession. Well, that's the thing is your psychology is so fragile. People act like people act like your personality is set in stone and you can't change it. But a great example, I think there's a movie about it on Netflix now, but the book Brain on Fire, where this woman had uh some And now I can't remember it because it's been so long since I read about it. But she had an infection in her brain and it completely changed her personality. And she was being treated for mental illness and schizophrenia. And it turned out it was an infection or the guy who had a brain tumor that made him sexually attracted to children. And then he had it removed like he never had pedophilic thoughts. He started feeling attracted to children. He eventually got diagnosed with a brain tumor. They removed it, and something about what it was doing in his brain, they removed the tumor. Never had those thoughts again. Like you're, or the people who like get a head injury and then all of a sudden have an accent, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. very com- common. You get a traumatic um head injury and you ooh, become aggressive yeah. and you have poor impulse control. Like ooh, that's so, scary. So that's the thing. I, I always tell people that I have a legitimate fear I think about it less now Mm -hmm. but I have a legitimate fear of developing endometriosis in my brain which is Mm. extremely rare but endometriosis your endometrial lining grows outside of your uterus and it can usually grows between like your uterus and your bowels and your bladder all that but people get it in their lungs and stuff and in rare cases people get endometrial implants in their brain and every month when they get their period, they grow uterine lining in their brain. And then when they get their period, it sheds, but it affects their thinking. And so it's a legitimate fear that I have. Yeah, that's crazy. That would be like super intense to deal with. Because you know how you get period brain fog. And yeah. like I have times where I just can't even like think straight or use words And then I'm like, it's the endometriosis. It's in my brain. It's going to change me forever. And all I have in this life is my wits and my tits. And my tits are going to sag. And I can't lose my wits. Anyways. It's like when I was afraid that I was going to become schizophrenic. And I was like, I'm at the age where you would start showing symptoms. Like, I'm really scared. And then. You told me about that video test. Oh, yeah. And I was so afraid to do it. Like I watched it and I was like, I had sweat. Like I was sweating just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Here's where it happens. Here's where it all fucking goes down. And then, oh, shit. And then it was fine. It was fine. It's fine. So, yeah, that's the thing is like these people who have these possession Mm -hmm. incidents, like we don't know what could be happening in the brain that. Right. Spoiler alert is not a demon, um, but that could cause somebody to act or behave in really odd ways. Yeah, yeah. Well, since you're talking about that, I'll just I'll just get to it. Oh, we'll just get we'll just go over some of the scientific things. Okay, that might be happening. So if so. someone's showing these symptoms, where. What were we saying? They have personality changes. The facial one's interesting where they're holding their face differently and they look like a different person. Yes. Like Billy Bob Thornton in Sling Blade. Yeah. And everyone thought it was prosthetics, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. It's just how he held his face. That was intense. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it might be anti-NMDA receptor encephalitis. Oh, and this is a type of brain inflammation due to antibodies Mm -hmm. and early symptoms include fever, headache and fatigue. And this is typically followed by psychosis, uh, delusions. So people are like seeing things and hearing things. Okay. Uh, Seizures. That sounds like the lady in brain on fire. Decreased breathing, um, blood pressure. And so that might cause like some things that would look like possession and then people are trying to exercise you and you're fighting back because you're like lah, this isn't what's wrong with me yeah your mother knit socks in hell and also i feel like a lot of times too like the people trying to exercise you are so amped up and mm-hmm. they're just feeding you with that energy but you're trying to fight back and like in not the right state of mind and so like your energy and when people don't have anything to lose and they're not like mentally stable or aware, their strength can become like what you would think would be superhuman, like yeah. especially for like a smaller female.
1: Well, yeah, it's the know. women who
0: lift cars to get their babies Ex- out from underneath exactly. or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. So also um, it could be linked to some mental illnesses. Okay. So, so or physical illnesses. Yeah. Yeah. So some of them that were listed on Wikipedia, wiggity wiggity Wikipedia, wiggity 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 wick, um, Armenia, psychosis, Tourette syndrome, okay, epilepsy, schizophrenia, conversion disorder or dissociativeness, Mm-hmm. identity disorder, uh, sleep paralysis, okay. Okay. There's also a form of monomania called demonomania or demonopathy, in which the patient believes that they are possessed by one or more demons. Okay. And to go back to the mental health thing, I saw someone have a psychotic episode, Mm -hmm. and it was someone I've known I don't we're not best friends but I have known them for years and I saw them in the midst of what to me was clearly a psychotic episode and it was like a different person yeah but it was in the same body of the person that I knew but it was a different person Mm -hmm. it was bizarre um and I just was like Thankfully, I read all the time and I instead of being like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you being crazy? What are you doing? I just Uh was like, I'm just going to try not to upset you and keep you safe while this passes because Mm -hmm. you're having an episode. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. But I mean, I could see if I didn't know about psychosis, how I could have been like they were possessed. Mm hmm. Yeah, and especially if your background is growing up believing that people become possessed. Yeah. And that it's, like, a common thing. Yeah, you clearly would look at someone having a psychotic episode and be like, that's, there's a demon in there. Yeah. Because, like, I read about, um, the, on the Telegraph. Oh. In the UK. Oh, the UK Telegraph. Yes. You didn't read about it on a Telegraph. I mean, I had, someone Telegraphed a message. Okay. No. That's Morse code, but I don't know what a telegraph sounds like. You know it, what? Is it weird. is a series of taps that comes through. Okay. I, I was going to say that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Maybe we'll do an episode about how telegraphs work. Okay. We're, we're, uh, we're stuff p- you should know. Stuff. <laughs> what? No, we're going to do an episode about telegraphs, uh-huh. but both doing Jerry Seinfeld impressions And it's going to be called "What's the deal with telegraphs?" (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard of tap? What's up with the tapping? I (laughs) thought you were asking if I'd ever heard of Tab Cola. (laughs) (laughs) That too, it's great. We'll drink Tab. I like Dr. Thunder. Oh, anyways, I was looking at the Telegraph. Okay, and they had an article that they just. Released in March. Uh uh-huh. very interesting. The Vatican is holding training courses for exorcists around the world to help the Roman Catholic Church cope with the rise in claims of possession. So they're saying that in Italy the number of people approaching Exorcists has tripled to half a million, according to Vatican News. Okay. People I'd, think they're possessed. Number one, I bet that's an inflated figure. But number two, uh, Rates of mental illness are on the rise because it's almost like technology has aided in a shift in how we interact with the world that has uh, happened at faster of a rate than we can adapt to. And we live in a world that we're not meant to live in. Yeah. And uh, people are fucked up about it. That's true. So it's like I... either you either you develop a substance abuse problem or you're fucking miserable all the time. Life. Life. Human. Am I right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um they did admit that most of the people are not possessed. It's very okay. rare. They said that you know, one woman called her priest and asked to perform an exorcism on her boyfriend because he broke up with her. So they're getting a lot of that shit and they're like, you know, it's also our job to be like good counselors to people and just uh, listen to their that's issues. Good. So that's, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I just like, if I fucking love that story. Like I bet half of the training is just like being patient and being like, you're not possessed. It's fine. Um, Your boyfriend doesn't like you anymore. It just happens. People grow apart. Yeah. And they're saying, you know, it's usually just family issues, depression, whatever. But they did acknowledge that people are turning to tarot and occult things more and more these days which is a gateway to the devil. Um or it's connecting with your ancient ancestors who had yeah. hundreds of years doing these practices that only in recent centuries have gone out of fad. Totally. Totally. Like, I like the tarot, man. Yeah, people it's hot, because it's not like it's not telling you what to do and it's not telling you anything you don't know about yourself. Each Mm -hmm. of the cards just have their own meanings. Did we do an episode on tarot? No. Okay. Well, we'll put it on the list. Yeah. Um, but it's just more like a suggestion to think about yourself and your actions and like, it just pulls shit up that you're like, Oh, how is this connected to my life? And, um, Does this help me? People who hate shit like that. Like, first of all, I don't believe in any of that stuff. But people who are adamantly against it are ones who act like if it's not real, if it's not proven, there's no point in it. And I'm like, I was one of those people growing up where I didn't read fiction books for years of my life because I just was like, I didn't see the value in it. Oh, my God. I love fiction. Well, me too. But I didn't for probably almost a decade of my life. I didn't read fiction because it had to be real. Like it was my post. It was my post religion because I grew up religious. And then I went very much the other way where I just was against any sort of fantasy yeah um which is why people you know who are like you never went to disney before you were you know 30 Mm -hmm. i'm like because i didn't like anything that wasn't real yeah it had to be i mean it makes sense they tried to exercise you yeah and then i was like i'm done with all bullshit so Mm -hmm. the people who talk shit on tarot and stuff are just those people and you're like you know what there is value in like fantasy and playing mind games and what is it any more valuable to watch fox news which also isn't real than it is to play with tarot cards because i would argue that if you have a free afternoon it's better spent painting fantastical beasts and like doing tarot cards than it is watching documentaries all afternoon like there is value in each but like yeah i just fuck i fuck the haters man is what i'm trying to say yeah fuck the haters Cool. Okay. Do you want to hear about some cases of possession? This is what I came here for. Okay. Good. Um, the sixteen hundreds, possession was like all the fucking rage. Whoa. Yeah. There were multiple, um, reports of nuns becoming possessed. Nuns. Nuns. What? And then the priests would be found guilty of making a deal with the devil, and they would be be killed. Wait. Stop bitch. I'm serious. They okay, the nuns would become possessed. Yes, and they said it was of a sexual nature. So what I'm thinking is, like, we got horny nuns on our hands. Uh-huh. And someone found out. They're, like, having orgies or something. And then they blame it on the priest and say that, like, he made a deal with the devil. And then everyone's like, yeah, totally. Go with that. And the priest would be killed. Yeah. But it wouldn't be because the priest was caught having sex with that nun. No, it was because he made a deal with the devil and and the nuns became possessed. I'm going to be like real with you. Next time I'm so horned up, I can't function. I'm blaming it on a priest and being like he made a deal with the devil and it made me this way. I didn't want to be this horned up. Yeah. And he wouldn't just help exercise my demons by fucking me. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm ever in a relationship oh, okay. ever again uh-huh. and the person doesn't have sex with me often enough, I'm going to be like, what are you doing? You're not fucking me. Are you busy making deals with the devil? They'll be like, no, no, don't tell anyone. They're going to be like, none of the words you're saying <laughs> make sense. I am scared for my safety. Uh, we can't see each other anymore. Yeah. And I will say. Not the first time I heard that. Not the first time, buddy. Mm. Okay, let me tell you about this one specific. Okay. Um, It happened in 1609. Can you pronounce this, these words on the computer? Do you see these? Can you pronounce them? Because it's in French and I'm scared. (gasps) Oh, my God. This is the best moment of my life is Shu turning her screen to me and saying, Can you pronounce these words on the computer? And I'm underlining them with my fingies. I don't know. I okay, okay. you've really tacked into something that I'm insecure about. Me too. Is that I'm scared? I don't know how like I know the rules of Spanish pronunciation. So if I haven't seen the word before, I can sound it out. I don't know the the rules of French pronunciation. So I cannot, if I have not seen or heard a French word before, I cannot even venture. Okay. So it is A I X E N province Mm -hmm. so i don't know what A I X. someone write in and tell us i i I looked it up and then i forgot you know me yeah okay yes so father louis was accused and convicted of causing the possession by a pact with the devil and he was executed by being burned at the stake atop a pile of bushes because they burn slower and hotter than logs
1: Oh, what so the they fuck? wanted to make it the worst.
0: Yes. Um, and, and then there was another um there was another one in London twenty years later. In both cases, sexual themes dominated the manifestation of the possessions. Okay. I just so, wanna if you're horned up, it it's not always the devil. So this one it was a 17 year old nun with a history of emotional instability. And she was um, returned often to her, the care of her parents to recover from attacks of depression. The father uh, was a friend and they became lovers. Okay, so he so did fuck one, her. that one, he did fuck her. And they, they're like, it's probably the devil. Okay, now we're actually unpacking the root of what upsets me about demonic possession cases is... Mm-hmm. This girl, number one, was too young to join... The nunnery. I know it's the 1600s. It's different. You're an adult the minute you have one fucking pubic hair. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even get your first pubic hair until you've been married for it's years. It's rough. But like she's too young to be a nun. She has a history of emotional problems mm-hmm. which drives her into religion. And so yeah. that's that's what ha- what bothers me is usually when you hear these demonic possession cases. Someone's had some issues their whole life that people have tried to ignore or pretend to be normal. Mm -hmm. And then they seek comfort and refuge in a theological source that is not healing towards the actual issue. Yeah. AKA religion. Yeah. And then she's fucking mentally unstable. She's away from home. She has to... Like, if you are having attacks where you have to go back home to your parents you aren't okay enough to be a nun Mm -hmm. if you are not of sound mind enough to be on your own and live in the convent then just you shouldn't be going back and forth you need to be back at home or in a hospital or something you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i agree so there's this poor girl who is like not okay Mm -hmm. and shouldn't be in this situation and then she gets horny for a priest because she does have hormones and all of a sudden it's the devil it's the devil not that everyone in her life has allowed her to get to a place that is not okay yeah it's the fucking devil it was the 1600s i'm just mad so the one that happened 20 years later was the ludan possessions okay ludon ludo in france mm-hmm. in 1634 a convent of nuns and both of these were Ursuline nuns, which just I don't know, it's like Catholic nuns. Okay, whatever. they're like um, uh, Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Yes. They're All like unfortunate, unfortunate souls. souls. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they, these nuns said they had been visited and possessed by demons following an investigation by the Catholic Church, a local priest named Father Urbane Grandier Was accused of summoning the evil spirits. He was eventually convicted of the crimes of sorcery and burned at the stake. Okay, the 1600s were popping, they were just always so possessed. What happened was Constantine, yes, Keanu had to come and make everything okay, had to save the day. Now, what happened was Pope Paul V wrote a paper called the right of exorcism. Oh. And Gallagher, our boy Gallagher loves the right. He likes cites this. Wait, who's Gallagher? The doctor who Oh, who's psychiatrist. Okay, from the or, beginning. Yeah. I already forgot and I was thinking Gallagher the comedian. I was thinking Gallagher's the bar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, he likes the right. Okay. Um because Pope Paul the 5th wrote it, and it was first published in 1614, and he did this to quell the trend of priests hastily performing exorcisms
1: and oh. just accusing
0: everyone of being possessed. Like, it shouldn't be the first line. Yes. It should be, like, more of the later course. Yes, and here's the two examples I wrote down. Okay. Victims of bubonic plague. Oh, fuck. That was a thing. People would think they had They They, were possessed. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, And horny nuns. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more about these horny nuns. (laughs) They just wanted some D. We all want some D, shoe. Yeah. Tell me about it. You married D. It's football season, which in my house means a lot of crab legs and sex. That sounds great. Not in that order. Or maybe in that that order. order. Who knows? We don't know. We don't know. Play coy with us. Tell us on the Patreon (laughs) only episode. Unless you pay $5. (laughs) For $5 a month, you can find out whether she eats crab legs before or after sex. Ooh, I'll give you a hint. My hands are always spicy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. She's got a demon in her. She's all sauced up. Possessed by the saucy demon. Ooh, la la. Okay, so he wrote this right to be like, y'all need to calm down. Uh This is getting crazy. And what it said was that exorcists should be careful to distinguish between demonic possession and melancholy, which in that time was a catch-all for mental illness. Yeah. Um, And it said exorcists should not get involved with medicine or medical issues. Okay. so Perfect. If you think it's like a mental illness, like leave them alone. Yeah. Like if you just need some, well, they didn't have antibiotics at the time, but like if you just needed like some band aids or a bed rest, like yeah. don't come in there with your crosses. But that didn't stop people. No, of you course know? not. Um, in Massachusetts, in, ni- in, oh no, this is still in the 1600s. In 1671, we have Elizabeth Knapp. Oh no. Yeah, this was documented by a man named Samuel Willard, a prominent preacher. Elizabeth was a 16-year-old lady. Oh, they're always young girls. Yes. She was a daughter of a farmer and a servant in the Willard house. Uh, Her possession was strikingly similar to those seen in Salem Uh 20 years later. You know, you'd see them. Yeah. You'd be like, this looks like an Elizabeth knapshot. Yeah, when people are eating rye covered in ergot and tripping their balls off. And yeah. they're like, there's demons in them. And they're like, no, man, it's cool. Yeah. Totally. That's what's happening. They're like, I'm just freaking out. Leave me alone. I'll be fine. Like, if, is there any water around? I don't know. What's happening? <laughs> they're, like, <laughs> they're like, step onto this burning pyre. <laughs> so, um, what happened is she became possessed the minister wrote about it and um they he wrote about it to another priest Uh and they published it in this thing called magnalia christi americana oh yes and Mm. this gave insight into the puritan life in society and what was going down behind the scenes. Yeah. And they were like, hey, ladies, if you do anything but lay there during sex, do laundry all day or faint because you're hungry and wearing a tight corset, you're possessed. Like yeah. You can. You, those are your three activities. Totally. If you do anything else, mm-hmm. we're going to fucking burn possessed. you. Yeah. Um. And I didn't really write it down any details about the possession other than it took place from like October 30th of 1671. To January twelfth of sixteen seventy two. Okay, which is like yeah, they usually last like some months. Okay, but maybe like, usually not like a year. Yes, that would be a long one. I don't know, but that's the same thing in like cultures where they don't treat schizophrenia. People just have episodes, and they last like that long. Yeah, you know, that's and true. they just say, oh, they had an episode, and they might have an episode later in life, but they don't, um, because they haven't. It, like it, it's it's all it's cultural context, right? So like mm-hmm. the same behavior. in 1690 in massachusetts is possession um but if it's in like a tribal society they're like oh they're just having an episode Mm. or other cultures would say they're divining with spirits um or you know mainstream modern society would say it's schizophrenic but it's just like the way people contextualize the same behavior yeah i think she died yeah like i think she was killed by the exorcism yeah because they fucking like tie them up and starve them and shit mm-hmm. we're gonna starve the demon out of you yeah that is also what happened with um have you seen the movie the exorcism of emily rose i have never seen it and you don't movie? like exorcism movies i've never seen what okay. you've never seen the exorcist no nope. classic nope. okay well the Exorcism of Emily Rose was based on a true story of a German woman named Annalise Michelle. Um, this- oh, six I heard l- of her. OK, I listened to a time suck with Dan Dan Cummings that a two part series on her. And she's okay. the one I was talking about that for several months smelt really bad, but still had a boyfriend. <laughs> and I was kind of jealous. I was like, this fucking bitch smells like shit. People said she smelled like burning garbage. Oh, really? And she still had a boyfriend. Oh, shit. Yet I don't have a boyfriend? Yeah. I smell good. Shu can testify to that. You do smell good. Well, right. <laughs> anyways. I don't know what happened. I don't know why or what or when. But that was um, that's one of the symptoms. Yeah, it is. It's also one of the symptoms of yeah. possession, yeah, and, and mental illness. Yeah. Um, yeah, when she was 16, she had a seizure and was diagnosed with psychosis caused by temporal lobe epilepsy. Oh. Okay, so that was, like, happening. Yeah. Soon after, she was diagnosed with depression and treated at a psychiatric hospital. Um, by the time she was 20, she began hearing voices and became intolerant of religious objects. Who isn't, though? That's basically my life story is by the age of 20. I was like, get that fucking shit out of here. Yeah. I don't know. I have a cross above my door. It's like my grandma gave it to me. What am I going to do? Get rid of it? Um, I can't get rid of it. My grandma gave it to me. That's (laughs) fine. Anyway. Your grandma didn't try to get you exercise. I mean, she does every fucking time I talk to her. She's like, I'm still praying you'll come back to the church. They always say that. We just we really believe you're going to come back. It'll be really hard if I die and you still haven't came back to the church. I'm like, no, because you will be dead. Because you'll be dead, and um, no one gives a shit. I'm sorry, Grandma. Hey, Grandma. Who hey, even hey, gives hey. a shit? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I should say next. Time. <laughs> I know. I told her all about the goddess and my pagan religion, oh. and she was just like, I, ay, ay, ay. yeah, horridos mios. Okay. Well, after five years of taking medication with no improvement, Annalise and her family became convinced that she was possessed, and she very much believed it. she She was on board like nothing else is. Even though she had a diagnosis, yeah, she had a fucking didn't believe that she had epilepsy. Like they were like, no, it's not happening. Jesus fucking Christ! Um, I think this was in the seventies that this yeah one took place, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, yeah. So after they asked their priests, and the priests were like, we can't do exorcisms. You have to get permission from the bishop. Like we can't just be all willy nilly with that shit. The rite of exorcism and whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and so she wrote to the bishop and was like, I'm suffering. Blah, Help blah, me, blah. Bishop Juan Caboby. You're <laughs> my only pope. <laughs> That's quote. That was exactly what she said. She was to look at how hard I made myself laugh. <laughs> I didn't know that's that, really great. I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was gonna end with You're My Only Pope until the words came out of my mouth. And then I was like, Sydney, you fucking perfect. You got that one. Spot on. <laughs> so after much hesitation, a local bishop allows two priests to perform an exorcism. And this starts in nineteen seventy-five. Um and they had 67 exorcism sessions. But 67? Yeah. Yeah. That's too many. That's too many. They were performed over a 10-month period. It was usually one to two a week, lasting up to four hours. That's like those people who fucking like, do enemas all the time. And you're like, you, don't, you shouldn't have to have that many enemas. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Oh, it's like this couple I saw on fucking my strange obsession or whatever not um whatever not (laughs) my strange obsession whether what or not (laughs) this couple obsessed with doing coffee enemas constantly I see people get too into it and then you're like oh welcome home from school Annalise here's your exorcism and it's like maybe you don't need to do so much yeah it was it was crazy so yeah it was like one to two a week lasting up to four hours and um Towards the end, she stopped eating and died of malnutrition and dehydration. Uh, She weighed 68 pounds. She had contracted pneumonia, and she suffered broken knees from kneeling. Jesus From constant kneeling. And some of her symptoms that they claimed for the possession were aggression, self-injury, she was drinking her own urine, and eating insects probably because she had a nutritional deficiency. So yeah. he, okay, I saw once on an episode of The Dog Whisperer that if your dog eats poop, it has a vitamin deficiency and you oh. need to look at its diet and change its food and um this the dog that Cesar Millan was treating, he gave it bananas and I think he said it was potassium related. Oh. So that like behavioral issues can be cha- charged by Jesus fucking Behavioral issues can be caused by nutritional deficiencies. Uh-huh. And so she probably was drinking her own urine and eating ants because she was starving to death. Yeah. And she was exhibiting very bizarre behavior because you know what you aren't doing when you're starving to death is being able to make the correct neurotransmitters. In your brain. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. doctor told me one of the reasons why I get depressed is because when I have Crohn's disease episodes, I'm not absorbing the right, like all my nutrients and I'm not able to make the right neurotransmitters. Yeah. And that's when I get vitamin IVs. And I don't know if that's all bullshit science to sell me vitamin IVs, but it made sense. And maybe if you let this girl, if you just gave her some fucking, you know, um, what's that shit they gave old people? Assure. And sure, oh, yeah. you gave her some fucking nutritional shakes, yeah. and got her above seventy pounds. She wouldn't want to eat ants. Yeah, totally. She probably was so hungry she, she was would hungry. Eat her own fucking toenails. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was, and no wonder she smelled like shit. She was dying. Why, yeah, this is why she smelled like shit. She's drinking her own piss and fucking rotting because she was dying. It was rough. If <laughs> you've been in a nursing home that. and smelled the smell of death, the body shuts down before yeah. it like it's not like an on off switch. No. It it's a slow you decay. Start, yeah. Things start to shut down. Um, she's still a boyfriend, so good for her. That pussy must have been tight! Who knows? I we well we don't know. We'll check the um, literature. Y'all have to check back on Wikipedia to see if I mention anything. Um, Her parents and the two priests were found guilty of negligent homicide and they were sentenced to six months in jail um, as well as a fine. Like, you're fine. too fucking stupid to be part of normal society. Just like, you yeah. go, can we put you all in some sort they of... refuse refused to get any medical help. And I guess they were consulting with the physician. And then towards the end, they were like, fuck you, we're doing this. They need to go live in some sort of primordial playground with other fucking simpletons where they just spend all day grunting and pounding rocks into other rocks to kind of knock off the corners and learn what a wheel is. Yeah, Like, you just need to... The, The world is too complicated for you, and we need to send you to some sort of, like, way back machine adult kindergarten. It's the only safe place for you. Yeah, I agree. Let's do that. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So, their sentence was actually reduced to just three years of probation. Okay. Um, And also, this is... This is a bummer fact, but I just want people to know. Okay. Stop playing footsie with me, I didn't Sydney. mean to. I'm sorry. I'm so sad. Now you did it. I was just, I'm, I'm falling out of my chair, and I'm trying to brace myself. I'm so upset. I'm very um, upset. In November, well, get ready to get more upset. Oh, no. Uh, in November 2017, our, our good old pals, the Telegraph UK. Oh, the UK Telegraph. They reported that almost fifteen hundred child abuse cases a year were linked to witchcraft and demonic possession. Jesus fucking Christ! Um, so the government did like their first statistics on the issue and said that like there's hell a lot of people that are like, I need to get the devil out of my child. Yeah, I, so, I it, it is angering to me because I was raised like that. And it's yeah, like, just stop being such a fucking idiot. Yeah, you just not be a fucking idiot don't be an idiot don't be a fucking idiot maybe your kid is acting out because all you feed them is sugar or maybe they're acting out because you're a piece of shit and they have Mm -hmm. a lot to be angry about like how about you set up the environment and what you don't just like put and you don't buy a guinea pig and you put it in a tiny cage with like a smooth floor and no like bedding and you you know what i'm saying and then go why is my guinea pig not acting like other guinea pigs well look at the fucking environment you put it in everyone else's guinea pig is a nice big cage full of sawdust and hay and pellets and carrots and you fucking put your guinea pig in a cement box filled with candy Mm -hmm. so of course it's acting different but no It's the devil. It's the devil. It's the devil. The devil and my guinea pig. Jesus fucking Christ. I just wish, like, there's there's this doctor who wrote a book about the, the connection, like, why the fuck don't animal, like, why don't veterinarians and medical doctors communicate more and they hold symposiums to have them interact? Because it's, like... Look at animals and how when you change their environment, they behave differently. Like, you yeah. put a fucking animal in a different cage with a different diet, it acts differently. But yet, humans are supposed to maintain stasis despite having such, like, varied environments. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Get the no. fuck out of here. there's are just like, oh, my kid has demons or my kid has ADD. It's like, no, you fucking need to go back to PetSmart and get the book called Raising a Kid for Dummies. Yeah. Totally. You buy the fucking food with the picture <laughs> on the bag of the animal that you have. It's not complicated. Yeah.
1: Okay. Anyways.
0: Well, I'm sorry you're so upset about it. I just feel bad because everyone yeah, no, who ever cheesy. has been like put in a situation to be exercised to death, which happens, yeah, is someone who is not. They're not in control over their life. Mm-hmm. They don't have the agency. That's right. Or the intellect to make changes over it. So they're always young. They're always mentally ill. It's the most vulnerable people who this is happening to. It's not happening to, like, wealthy, like, high IQ, like, lawyers. Like, it's not happening to those people. It's, like, poor people who are psychologically or developmentally disabled, and they're young, and they don't have control over it. Anyways, I'm heated. Oh, that's beautiful, Sydney. Yeah. True, truer, wor- truer words have never been spoken. So, yeah. And as you were saying those words, I a light bulb came on in my mind, <laughs> and I suddenly had, if I don't say so myself, a genius idea. Ooh, we're gonna start a GoFundMe. Okay, we are gonna raise enough money to make a commercial. Yes, and we're gonna. It's gonna be a public. What are they called? Service announcement? Yes. A PSA. I, was gonna, I don't know. I was going to call it PDA. I was we're going to make a, P- a, P- <laughs> P- <laughs> um, a PSA about uh-huh. abuse and possession. Yeah. We're going to buy some airtime on laugh. L-A-F-F. The channel. Okay. And we're going to play those commercials. Oh, fuck. It comes full circle. And people late at night will be like, you know what? I'm not I, possessed. I'm not possessed. Yeah. My daughter's not possessed. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. It's we good. Do it's that. obviously we something that. we're passionate about. I mean, yeah. We all let the people know. Yeah. Who is if we don't do it? Who is? No one. No one. Um. So just let's leave on a high note. OK. I just wanted to give some people some recommendations on possession movies. Oh. Things they could watch that are just if you're a horror fan. Yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I like it. The exorcism is it or the Exorcist is okay. a classic. Uh the exorcism of Emily Rose. Is yeah, spoke of. it's pretty good. Is the chick from Dexter? Ah, uh, who plays Deb? Yeah, who plays his sister? Yeah, and then they got married in real life. Yeah, and then they she got was divorced. In white chicks. She has that funny scene where her belly button's talking. She's like, she thinks she's fat even though she's super skinny. I fucking love white chicks. Watch that instead of any of these. I will gladly watch <laughs> White Chicks, which also I'm sure in its own right is nightmare fuel. I will gladly watch I White Chicks. I love that movie. I, I should pro- watch it after this. I may make the artwork for this episode White Chicks. <laughs> um. Also, oh. like, Annabelle was a good movie. Oh, what's that, that was- about? Oh, well, it's part of, I oh, don't know, it's part of all those other movies, but she's like a doll. Oh, and she's possessed, and she like kills people. She's yeah. really look at this doll's face. Everyone, Google Annabelle if you haven't seen her. Oh, she's very creepy looking. Yeah, there's a whole story. I feel I don't remember if it's part of the Insidious or it's part of some franchise. Okay. Of movies, I, I don't know. Someone tell us. Yeah, someone. I don't watch scary movies, so I don't oh, know. you don't? I love them. I know, I know. Oh, I love scary. Please. No, no, I don't like that. Um, yeah, uh, The Right, which is like a scary movie with Anthony Hopkins in it. Um, and it's like based off of a a-hop, as I like to call it. A-hop. <laughs> You're so hip. And it's based off of like a kind of true story about a priest, I think. Okay. Who knows? Who even? You know what? Who even fucking gives a shit anymore? Like, I think we covered it. Yeah. I'm feeling good about it. I feel great about it. (laughs) I hope everyone learns something about possession. I hope you take our stance. Hopefully you're not all freaked out and like worrying about getting possessed because it's actually probably just mental illness. Yeah. And like take care of yourself. Go seek out like a, medical professional before a priest mm-hmm. i mean yeah talk to a priest if you want some like just counseling if you want to be like i was an asshole to my husband and i don't know like how to stop being such a narcissistic bitch or something like that i want to go to a priest to um, be like i am so horny for polarizer <laughs> i don't I know just, what to do i don't know what to do and i have nowhere to turn with these feelings and yeah. i just want to see what a priest has to recommend for me he would probably say, say like, two Our Fathers and three Hail Marys. And I'll be like, while I'm masturbating to Mad About You? Or is that, like, a separate thing you're telling me to do? Oh, yeah. All right. So, in conclusion, everyone watch Mad About You <laughs> and think about Sydney masturbating to Paul Reiser. And um, I hope you have a really happy night. Happy the guys. <laughs> <laughs>